Hello, hello, hello. Hey. <laughs> this heard us. Yeah. Y'all, it's Saturday. Y'all know what come on tonight. Um, it's the <laughs> Hey. <laughs> love that show, too. I love it. I love it. Hello, 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 hello. This is Brent with Truth Be Told Podcast. And today we have episode number 35 with P Valley. And I have Mr. G, the bearded one in the building. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for inviting us on. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am so excited to have this podcast show on today. Y'all, they are popping. They are like one of the biggest podcast shows on my stream. So I'm just excited Appreciate to that. have one of the hosts on today to take up his time. I know it's Saturday. I know you probably got a busy day. So thank you, G. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Hey, anytime we could just talk and have fun, I'm in. So let's get right. it. Right. Right. I think I was so excited today because for one, it's Saturday. We know if we all, if we don't know, um, tonight at 12 a.m., P-Valley comes on. Uh, P-Valley is pretty much a juicy drama-filled show that is episode on Stars. It comes on every Saturday night at 12, and you can also mm -hmm. stream it on Sundays on your platforms. God, I love it because uh, season two is just fire. Like, it yeah, is just, buddy. it is so much better than episode, I mean, season one to me. I mean, it just keep coming okay. and coming and coming, G. I'll be waiting okay. on it. I was like, they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's wild because, um, you know, from the actual, like, controversy of the type of, you know, sexual scenes between certain people that are in the show, I was like, you know what? Maybe I maybe I, I don't want to watch it. But I said, you know what? Forget it. Let me try it out. And nice. the first episode just trapped me. So it just trapped it, you. It, it, yeah. So hold that yeah. thought, G, because okay. I want you to tell the audience a little bit more about P Valley. We're gonna go into it, but before we go into P Valley, we gotta know a little bit more about you guys, what you gotcha. do, um, and let us know what's going on in your life right now. All right, all right. Well, I'm G. Of the bearded one, want to have a geek salad, and my partner in crime, Arya the King. He's a other co-host of our of podcast. But um, we've been rocking for at least five years now. We do a, a podcast every week. We stream everywhere. You know your favorite podcast apps: Google, Apple, Spotify, the good stuff. Right. Top of that, we have a really dope Instagram where you know we post up skits, memes, uh, you know reviews, things like that. So. Anywhere that's a part of the culture, where it is geek culture, pop culture, hip hop culture, black culture, we cover it all. So that's what we do. I love it. That's exactly why I asked you guys to come on here today and actually be a part of the show. Hey, I see the other half on here too. Okay. 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 Gang, gang, go. what's going yeah. on? Hey. Yeah, How are you doing today? I'm good. How you doing? Fine, this is exciting. I'm so excited to have both of you on the show today. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the show. I am Arya the King, one half of Geek Salad, and um, oh, my five year old is knocking. Come it's here, okay. son. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a father. 
I'm a father. What's up, little man? But yo, thanks for thanks for having us on the show, man. I, I appreciate it. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> is that the only one you got today, King? You got any more? Ooh, I got I have three. So this is my youngest, this is my five-year-old, and I have a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. Oh, oh you sound like me. I got four over here too. So a work four? Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. You got you got one up for me. Yeah, I got a bonus baby, so go on and put all four of them in there. <laughs> hey, that's what's up, man. The more the better. The oh. more the better. But yeah, tell us where you guys are from. Oh, we're from VA. Yeah. Okay. Seven cities. That's Seven right. Cities. And what made you guys start the green? You know, t- tell us a little bit more about the podcast. What made you start it, and what what came up with the name? Well, like we um we used to work at at um. At Bank of America, we did you know whole call center life. You know what I'm saying? All I know of that about good that. Stuff. I'm from Wells Fargo call center life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, so you know how it is. So like me and G, we would have these conversations and we would have like little debates and we would talk about like comic book stuff and all of that. But we also would talk about like um, you know like hip hop and like right. movies and TV shows. So we was like, yo, we should do like a show. So we started a show some years back. It was actually like a like a live action type show. But then we uh what happened? Oh, G G moved to Charlotte, okay. which I love. Okay. Love Charlotte. Queen City. Queen G City. you from Charlotte? Yes, indeed. Okay, so I'm in high point. We're not far from each other. I just oh, moved word. from Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> What's up there? Okay. Not bad. Not bad. That's We're okay. It's mm-hmm. good to have those type of connections. I love to see where my people at. I love to look at him. He looks so cute. <laughs> I love just having <laughs> edgy, a conversation um, mm-hmm. where we can talk about and we can agree to disagree about this particular show. Um, with with P Valley, P Valley is pretty much based in Chuckalisa, which Chuckalisa is a fictional town Chuckalisa. in Mississippi. <laughs> and some of the main characters is actually to go back a little bit more, guys, to introduce it to the audience who's not familiar. Um, it mm-hmm. is black culture. Um, it is based out of a strip club called The Pink. And you have some some of the main characters that I love is Uncle Clifford. Uh, you have Mercedes, who is the OG of the, of the strippers. You yep. also have who we're going to talk about today mainly is Little Murder, who is one of the main characters. Um, he's a he's considered a down low rapper um, that is displayed in the show. Right, stereotypical down low. Uh, but we're gonna get into that too. And then we also talk about Big Teak. Big Teak is pretty much I, I say he's his bodyguard in the sh- in the show. That's what he's supposed to be the security of the show and well for a little murder. And he is also um a big part of today's show too. So which one of y'all watch P Valley? That's what I want to know. That would be this guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was gonna look. I was gonna try to binge watch some of it yesterday, but um, I don't got the showtime. It's on Showtime, right? Yeah, it's on Showtime. I'm cheap. I got I got too many streaming services as it is. I'm. A, it's funny because I actually want to watch it, but I haven't had an opportunity to do that yet. Yeah, definitely. When you have a chance, you know, check it out. Um, some people have their own opinions about it, and some mm-hmm. others don't. The scenes that we're gonna talk about today is episode two. It's, it's episode with season two is episode four. And in this particular episode, it talks about 
Little Murder and Big Teak. It's pretty much the scene of all scenes that I've seen so far. You know, all of us can watch pretty much titties and we can watch uh you know ads. I'm an advocate for, for breasts. I like I like breasts. Oh, okay, we can watch breasts. We can we can definitely watch breasts and we can watch uh <laughs> We can watch girls behind all day, females and men. Um, so when I started watching this show, a lot of people were like, do you watch it with your husband? Is your husband watching? I'm like, girl, yes. He sit right beside me. He be ready for it just like me. Sometimes he go to sleep. He ain't into it as much as I am. Okay. But this scene that we're talking about, gee, can you tell the audience a little bit more about this particular scene with Little Murder who was the main character, and also Big Teak, and your thoughts of that scene. Well, I got a confession. I haven't seen it yet. So okay. I'm going to revert back to you, but if it's, if, it's, if it's similar to what we got in the first season with him and, and, and Uncle Clifford, then I can understand why, you know, some people are like, I don't know about the show anymore. So can you, can you, can you give me some more information? So can I spoil it for you? Because I can do I'm, that. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely still watch it even if you spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this particular scene, you guys are probably not going to be into it like the way I was. I'm a woman. And a lot of guys for this scene, it's hard for them to watch it. Uh, my husband, I'm going to be honest, he was not able to watch this scene. It's very intense. It's nothing like the Uncle Clifford scene in the first season and, okay. and Little Murder. Because they're a little bit more like, it's like, woo, like, you know, it gets you like tingle. Well, for me, it was just so hot. It was so hot. Like they so romantic in this particular scene. Like, you okay. know, for me, I'm like, I want him to be with Uncle Clifford. And Little Murder, okay, guys. So Little Murder is the down low rapper that we're speaking right. on. Little Murder is he's not gay in real life. But we want to talk about this because it's in our culture, it's a part of our culture, and a mm -hmm. lot of people like they they shoo away from it and i'm just like where your mindset at because it's all about your mindset some people are like why do you watch this show right. they are you know downgrading us but it shows so much in each episode i mean mm -hmm. it shows colorism it yep. shows childhood trauma and mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're gay if you're straight if you're a man if you're a woman i feel like all of us especially with our culture Black people can relate to this in some type of way. Um, I think that when, and, and so in this particular scene, they are like all hot and heavy, G and King. Like okay. they just like in each other's face. It's mm -hmm. the first time where you see light skin, big teeth. Now, like he, you know, he big, he muscular, and he's a little murder. It's just like, it's just like love. It's gay love. They are all okay. in each other's face. They're kissing, they're going down on each other. Um, it gets hot and heavy. It, it definitely gets yeah, hot and heavy. Yeah, you're not going to be able to watch this particular scene. He was excited that I even had the men on. He said, I'm glad that you have some black men on here that yeah. can give their point of view of okay. being on, being necessarily down low. But I'll, but the, the main character who is Jay Alphonse, his, his little murder, he started off, if you guys don't know, in the streets of New York, doing the drums. Like yep. he, he was, I mean, he pretty much was poor. That's how he made his money. Um, yep. He also has a wife. He has kids. And so think about it. When I ask men, I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask you too. 
if you were in that particular situation, like as far as trying to make a living for your family and trying to better yourself for your family, if you had the role of all roles and your first role was a gay scene or a gay role, like right. real talk. I mean, I don't know if y'all can say it on, on real talk, but like, would you do a gay role? Personally, I would not. Okay. You say that. No, Why? Why? Because, because I don't. Number one, I don't. I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no situation that you're gonna be in as an entertainer that you have to do something, even if you're not comfortable with it. I would equate it to a woman not wanting to do a nude scene. If she don't want to do a nude scene, she don't have to do a nude scene. But there are certain opportunities that you would be missing out on if you're not willing to do nudity, especially if you're a new face in Hollywood. Right. But she don't got to do that nude scene. There's other roles that she could get to. So me personally, you know, I'm a straight dude. I'm not going to kiss a dude for like no amount of money. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Now, if another dude, another actor who's straight is saying, you know what? I don't particularly like guys, but I could act like I like guys right. if the price was right. You know, do you, bro? That's just not me. I couldn't do it. I understand. Uh, man, I'm, and I was going to say, before I get to you, G, you said yeah. that you couldn't do it because you do you feel like you wouldn't do it because it makes you look a certain way or that's just no. your preference? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it if even if I was wearing a mask the whole time and nobody would ever know it was me except for me and I still got that I still wouldn't do it because it's it's not me. It's the same. I wouldn't wear a dress in a movie. I would. You would. Ne- you could pay me a billion dollars to wear a dress in a movie. I would never do it. That's not me. No shame to the dudes who want to go and you know they like dressing as women or, or whatever that makes them feel good. Do what you do. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I won't raise that way. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. No. I'm never. Sure. I'm not now. <laughs> Look, no. I understand. I understand. The reason why I asked is because of his situation, how he came up, how he wanted to break out into the entertainment world and become a star. And this was his first scene. Now I'm pretty sure he's not gonna do more episodes going into like the future. Like, hey, I'm not the gay gay guy. This was just my way of getting into you know big entertainment. And I just wanted to get your opinion. You know, and we can agree to disagree. I wanted to get your opinion on it, both of your opinions, right. because you got the black men. But what about you, G? Go ahead. I see you want to talk. Go All ahead. Right. Yeah, because I'm torn. Because as a as a creative, if I was truly like a like an actor's actor, I can see portraying a role like that. Me personally, I think I could play a gay role. Now doing that the actual yeah, now doing the actual physical gay scenes like that? I don't know, man. I, I also do don't think it's I can kiss. <laughs> well, all right, hold on now. Prime example, Will Smith did a movie called Six, Six Degrees of Separation, his first gay role ever, right? He said he would do it. However, he would not kiss a man physically. Now, they can you know, shoot it to where it makes him look like he's kissing a man, but he, he didn't do it though. But again, I can do a gay scene. I just don't know myself if I can actually kiss another man on the lips. I My father, you know what I'm saying? I can understand, right. but like another man or like pretending to be in love with the man, I don't know. I'm not an actor. Actor, 
but I can still portray that scene. Though. I mean, and then, you know, overall with me, it's, you know, like Ari was saying, I don't care what you do. This right. is, I mean, and at the end of the day, it's all pretending mm -hmm. for, for actors sake. It's just that me, myself, I can't see myself doing that, but I could still play the role in detail. Right. I love, I love the realness. It, it speaks a lot to the mindset of both of you guys coming on here and giving me your pretty much um, view of if you could play that role. Because me and my husband, we had the same talk and he pretty much said the same thing G said. And it's funny that you brought up Will Smith because he said the same thing. You need to bring up different people who started into the acting role and, and show like, you know, examples of that and how it can still be done with a straight man. So I, I love that. I think the problem comes in with us as black people is when we view shows like this as nothing more than entertainment. As far as me, this is what it is for me. And that's just me as a black woman. I love watching it. I love watching us. I can watch a female all day because we have, I love bodies. We, I love looking at us. Um, mm -hmm. I love, I do too. I know we nice, ain't we? We <laughs> really like it. For sure. Yeah. And also too, God like um, think about it. Um, like remember when Martin Lawrence or Jamie Foxx portrayed themselves as women? I don't remember, you know, our our coaches saying like, "Oh, they they wrong for doing that. Mm -hmm. They're weak. They're they're whatever." Right? We didn't get that. It's just that now we're in a space where anytime an a black actor wants to portray a woman and they have to, you know, look feminine or wear a dress. It's like the worst thing ever. Whereas right. I guess if it's comedy wise, it's okay for, for comedy. Because, you know, back then nobody made Martin dress up as, as his mother or right. as the one from Carter Street, you know, he wanted to do that because it was all part of his creative process. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like, it's, it's really shunned on to do that now now again you don't have to do it but if the if the the part calls for a man to portray a woman in a comedic way then that gets more more leeway but if it's more serious like uh welcome uh uh goodbye john woo when um what this night's played as a uh, transvestite uh, remember that movie right there yeah. you know, oh, a drag queen. yeah yeah there we go so i mean again man i mean it's 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 a good, healthy conversation to have because we see everybody's opinions on the same topic. So, yeah. right, it's a lot of it's a lot of nuance in there too, though, because it's one of those things where, um, on top of the fact that, like, it's one thing doing it in comedy. Now, I'll put it like this: it's one thing to do it if it was your idea. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Martin, like you said, is it was Martin's idea to dress up as Shanae to dress up as his mom on the show because he had creative control over the show right. but there have been instances in Hollywood where the higher ups, the producers will want a black man to be in a dress because it makes him more feminine, because it makes him less threatening, mm -hmm. so that was like a real thing that went on, mm -hmm. I don't know if it still goes on or not, but that was a real thing in the, say like the 60s 70s, 80s, because like black men have always had this thing about us to where we're like, you know what I'm saying? We're tough. We're masculine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how 
on the outside looking in at us how they view us. Now, we know as people who are actually in the community, you know, just because you black, you could be the biggest, darkest dude ever and have like the, you know, be like be the, the sweetest guy. You know what I'm saying? You could be super duper sweet. I don't mean like, you know, like gay, but I'm talking about this is like you could just be a sweet dude. You know what right. I'm saying? But that's not how the world sees you. So there was a time but they would try to feminize us to make us seem like more docile, to make us seem more, you know, approachable and, and like subservient. So that, that was a real thing, too. But to your point, um, like I never had a problem with Martin doing it. Uh, right. And especially because he, you know, that's another thing, too. Even though I would never wear a dress, Martin doing it was hilarious. It was like to this day, mm-hmm. I cannot watch Martin and not laugh. And I've seen every episode 30 times. Like the dude right. is just a comedic genius, you know, but I, I just personally, I wouldn't do it, you know. I mean, honestly, I will, I'm sorry, one last bit. I would do it for Halloween as something just, you know, imagine me wearing a dress. <laughs> with the wig on and everything, with the full beard, you know, like, 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 I, I would act that cosplay for, you know, for, you know, you know, cosplay six, you know what I'm saying? But right. yeah. I, I just love, like I said, I just love the honesty between both of you. I love that we can have a conversation and you guys can give me your, your viewpoints on it, especially how it reflects our culture and how it shows a black man, I feel like in this particular scene where he is uh, romantic and it's, it just makes you feel some type of way. Um, I was looking at, I was researching this scene with another guy and the, he's gay and he was like, whoo, like it made him feel some type of way. Like this is just too much. Like it was just, it showed like on, on screen. It just, for me, it was like, oh my God, this is a good, you know, I focus on mindset, healing, um, I focus on like just bringing like healing the inner child in all of us. And I had an episode. It's funny how you said that the guys like being portrayed as tough and you know uh, the head and people are scared. I think it still goes on in this in today. I don't think that oh, yeah. they could think about it when we get around each other a whole bunch of black people especially like at a bike rally we don't even have to be at a bike rally y'all we could be in the airport we could be at the convenience store it's like everybody's like what's going on what's going on what's going on you get scared you get nervous and it's because of how a black man or black people in general are portrayed in our society um in this particular um in this particular show what is it something, G, that you see in our culture that's being portrayed like colorism and like childhood trauma? What is it something that you can relate to from your childhood? Ooh. Uh, I'm coming to you next, too. Mercedes and her mother is uh, is, is always, when they're together, it breaks my heart because the mother is guilting her daughter. And I've been through that with one of my parents, you know, to where it's like, they're, they're they're constantly guilting you to provide more because of how they didn't raise you. You know what I'm saying? And it hurts my heart because I'm like, damn, yo, I've been there too. So that's a part of childhood trauma. And even in my later adult stage of life, sometimes it's hard because you know you you are somewhat like an enabler to your parents' needs at that point. But it started at a young age. And then as you grow older, you're like, damn, I was a part of this 
toxic relationship between my parent and I. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, every time she is on the screen with Mercedes, I'm like, yo, if that was if that was my mom's show, I it would have to hold everything back from me not to hurt them. Because it's it's the levels of the manipulation that is like wearing down on OG Mercedes. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's sad, man, but I've been there. So that that's I think one of the reasons why I love the show because that touch on a on a real thing. Right. Right. I, I think it did for me too. It just made me, like I said, sh- the show shows different parts of our culture and you can relate to it. And depending on how you were raised, there's something that you can grab from the show and, and, and just take it in the heat and, and realize like, wow, like it's just generation, generation, generation. We keep doing the same stuff. And I think sometimes when we sit down and we actually have these conversations, like sometimes you can have conversations with your mama, but I know like my mama, she, that generation, they don't want to admit when they wrong. They didn't do nothing wrong. I don't yeah, know about y'all yeah. mama, but my mama's like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> shut up. I'm the mama. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like kids should be seen and not heard. You know what I'm saying? That whole, that whole That's type true. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But already King, when we talk about something that you right, can yeah. relate to, Aria the King. Aria the King. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put an accent mark in this. But that's the album. What did you say? I said, what is it something? I know you're not watching the show, but what is it something that you can relate to as far as just within our culture, just from the little glimpses and the little conversations that you've had with G pertaining to P Valley? One thing I would want to say about the show that I think is kind of interesting, man, is people. It's not even like it, I wouldn't say it's all black people, but it's more so the black folks that are in the LGBTQ community okay. is like and not all of them. But I, I have seen it in a few places where people are like upset that guys don't want to, to see this. Like I had a, a, um, a homegirl who was who's I think she's bi. She was like, well, you know, we've had to watch, you know, guys and, and girls like, you know, heterosexual sex this whole time or whatever. Why you can't watch like a gay sex scene? I'm like, because that doesn't turn me on. Like, that's not entertainment to me. The same reason that I wouldn't watch like gay porn. Like, that's right. it does nothing for me. That's not meant for me. Right. So I'm not gonna watch. Like nobody forced you to watch it when it was a, it was heterosexual sex. It's, you know, you watch what you want to watch. You turned on by what you turned on by. Don't like try to force people to be entertained by the same stuff that you're entertained by. You know what I'm saying? Because I like watching the NFL. You might not like. You might not like watching no, it. I get tired of football. Oh, why you don't? Why you don't like it? Oh, like, like that's that's silly. Just like what you like, and don't worry about right. what other people don't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, mind your business. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> talk about the stuff we got in common. We got a lot of stuff in common. Let's just talk about that. All the stuff that I like that you don't like and that you like and I don't like, let's just not talk about that. Let's, you, you know right. I was going to ask you, what was her point of view, though? Is it because, like, you know, in our culture, we don't talk about the down low brothers? How do you guys um, feel about that part of it? I think, I think in 2022, man, like, 
it's so common now. Like I feel like, like I'm pretty sure there are still people who are either gay or bisexual men, and they're still like, you're like, nah, I'm just gonna keep that to myself. I'm not gonna tell anybody what I really like. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, if you're part of that community, you you might not blast it. Like some people blast it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they. It's rainbow everything. You open up your house, it look like, you know what I'm saying, a, a episode <laughs> of the Care Bears. Rainbows everywhere. But some, I think most people in that community is, is more so like, you know, I am who I am. Like, right. if you ask me, I'll tell you, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm not scared to post something about what I believe in and, you know, who I choose to love, but I'm not going to necessarily smush it in your face. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Does it make you guys feel some type of way to be around? And the only reason I'm asking you is because you're a black man. Um, mm-hmm. Does it make you feel some type of way to be around somebody who's gay or hetero? I mean, or who's bisexual as a man or mm-hmm. a down low brother? Like, does it make you feel? I mean, I just want to know your thoughts. Yeah. Um, but go ahead, G. Yeah, not for me because, uh, well, my sister is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And she's married. Mm-hmm. So I've been around, you know, her her friends who has gay friends as well. So it never bothered me. You know what I'm saying? I think what's more interesting is how now in media and our our kids shows, they're now pushing more of young kids, you know, uh uh being being gay. Right. Like, you know. Two boys being boyfriends, two girls being girlfriends, right? And it's it's a it's an interesting conversation to have with your kids that that Kasumi shows. At one point, I was like, "Man, should I should I let my son watch this, or should I you know have the actual conversation with, about you know about couples and how people see each other?" It's 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 a new age coming from Looney Tunes. Right. To where it's always, you know, just just fun and happy. But now we got these cartoon kids, you know, that that are that are fun, but they're also gay as well. So mm-hmm. it, it's 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 different. I, I think it's it's just times. That's all. We're we're in the times now where it's it's becoming a bit more acceptable. That's right. it. And you know, some people are, are going to hang on to, you know, I'm not down with it. Cool. I understand that you're right. That's your opinion. Whatever the case may be. For me personally, I don't care who you love, what you love, it's on you. Don't harm nobody. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 do anything crazy to put you in jail or whatever. You know what I mean? But beyond that though, I mean it's uh as a black man, it's to to me what's more interesting is uh, you know, like the like the media, especially Disney, who was you know, going for gonna show more and more of these these uh, you know. Uh, uh, allies of the of the alphabet gang to show everybody out there, like, hey, you know, you know, this is for everybody, including y'all. <laughs> also, now we're looking at your partner mimicking you talking about the alphabet gang. He just look. look. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. What you got to say? You got a lot to say. Well, I know off camera, me and you will shoot the shoot. Like, I, I feel your energy through this camera. <laughs> you know, it's different when it hits home. And I know some mm-hmm. people are like, gosh, you know, my, my son ain't going to be gay. You know, I know a lot of guys who have been like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when it hits home, it's a whole different, yeah. totally different, it's different. 
You just got to love your kids, man. You you don't know what choices they're going to make. You teach them, and once they've grown, they've grown. That's right. That's right. And y'all are so right when y'all said we were going and growing in different times. Because I know, G, I went to Carowinds like a couple weeks ago. And right. it was young kids, y'all. Young kids. They was in a band. The bands, you know, all the bands was there. And it was yeah. two guys that were in middle school. And I mean, they was just going at it. Going at it. In the line. And I was just like, hey. whoa. What do I say? I got my kids right here. Right. I really had to have a conversation with them. Um, because, and, I, and the only reason I did was because it was in front of them. I let the conversations yeah. come to me. When it comes to these particular topics, because I'm like, okay, y'all are still growing. If you want to know, I'll be real with you. But other than that, I'm not going to just volunteer it to you because you're going to see it anyway. Like y'all said, it's 2022. Look, look, I tell REA all the time, right? What what scares me the most is that these kids are truly living like euphoria on HBO. Mm-hmm. That show has me clutching my pearls oh every my I can't damn watch it. episode. Yo. <laughs> euphoria is yo, wild. It's wild, man. And and then look, right, my partner up at VA, he's a vice principal. Okay. And he <laughs> he has witnessed some wild shit. Middle school girl videotape herself giving fellatio spreads it and she is proud of it middle school middle school you talk about because when we was in high school it's not that that. yeah i mean you had people like that when we was in high school like even back in the day but it's like that'll be like that one girl and like she necessarily want everybody to know about it you know what i'm saying but it's it's different now. And then kids with the way that social media is, you're talking mm-hmm. about 10 seconds worth of doing this, and it's all around the world. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a different time that different, we live man. in. Different time. Different, it man. is. Yeah. It's crazy y'all said that. And, it, and it's, a, it's one more episode that I just want to bring up, and then I yeah. want your thoughts on it. And then I'm going to let you guys go. I know it's Saturday. I probably got stuff to do. I just wanted to Definitely get on here and get you guys' opinion of the show. We having, this, we having fun. Oh, yeah. yeah we good. Okay. We good. Say turn up. <laughs> That's right. Yes, sir. What, what a lesson. What a lesson. What a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I said when I get out the phone, I said the phone. When I get out the show with y'all, I'm definitely turning up. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but this particular episode, and today's my niece's birthday, so shout out to my nieces. And also, I do not own the rights to this video, I mean, to the song. So definitely um, need to go ahead and say that too. But with the this particular episode, it's with Little Murder and Big T. It's the R.I.P. episode. Did you see that, G? Yeah, I, I saw the majority of it, and that whew, that's sad, yo. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's, the whole yeah. day, the whole day, Big T, who is Little Murder's um, bodyguard. It was like he was preparing for it. But it's so funny in real life, y'all. And I had so many people pass away that's close to me. It's like it's really like that in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like they be knowing they're going to go soon. They might not know they're going to leave that day. But he was just in the best. He was in the best spirits the whole day. Big t- uh, Little Murder had bought him a car. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just everything was just like in high spirits the whole day. When he got to that particular scene, 
And they were, and, and then it's funny because usually, you know, Lil Murder will leave him. But it was like Lil Murder just would not leave him that day. He was like, I ain't getting up the car. I'm staying with you. you hey, do they do that thing in shows where they do when they about to kill somebody that like you see them, they, they feature more prominently in that episode. Did they right. do that? Did they do that? Was he in yeah, it like more and more? They did that. Yeah, I, kinda, I know why they do it. It's called a send off, but it's like I kind of yeah. don't like that because then, like, you know, it's about to happen, you know what I'm saying? But I prefer it to be like a surprise. But this send off wasn't, you know, like like somebody killed him, right. it was more of showing somebody going through the stages of, of like depression, but then at the very end, it's like the man kills himself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Commit suicide, so it was a different twist on that whole. Send up notion, you know. That's what I was saying. How does it make you feel like watching that scene, G? And what can both of you guys relate to as it shows pretty much so much childhood trauma, like you said? Um, it's showing depression, it's showing whatever yes. he is yes. going through is bigger than what he got going on with little murder. Um, mm. that's how I took it. What what was your view on that particular scene, G? Oof, uh it's oof. Let me take a moment here. Because it's like that. Yeah, I mean, all right, so depression is hard because you're you're constantly in your head, right? Mm -hmm. And when you think you have nobody to speak with to really get your thoughts out because the depression is is, is real. Mm -hmm. It will have you, because I've been through it, not on the verge of suicide, but there be points where I, I thought about it, like, you know, maybe people's lives would be better if I wasn't here. Or maybe they would see me differently in a better light if I wasn't here. Or, you know, at one point I was like, you know, I'm not living up to my potential that, that God has, has given me. I should just end it. I just, it's, it's those thoughts, man, that, that sometimes have you just, just in a place where you don't think you could get out of it. So watching this thing brought up those, those memories, man. And it's like, yeah, like I felt again. I felt that. Yeah. I felt it. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad, man, you know, when you have somebody in your corner like like like, yo, I'm gonna be here, you know, with you. I'm staying with you, you know. Talk to me. How can I help you? You know what I'm saying? But it's still it's like, man, it's it's hard because when when, when you're in that place and I don't care what nobody says, it's it's hard to get out of it. So sometimes outside help does Made things better, but sometimes you're just so far gone within your own head, you can't really see any way out. So I can right. see both both sides of it, but yeah, it's it's a a powerful scene. I'm surprised, you know, Black Twitter isn't talking about it as much as I think right. it should be talked about. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I felt. That's when I seen that scene. You know, and I follow you guys. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, I want them, I need them to come. This is because this is what y'all do. Y'all break stuff down. That's why I love watching y'all, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all are so y'all entertaining, you know, your stuff. And it's 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 really it's not just for entertainment, you know. You you definitely are gonna get something out of what you guys are talking about, depending on the topic. And I just felt like this particular topic was so real but especially in the black community mental health is a big thing we push mm. it under the rug why y'all think we do that what's what's up with us what's wrong with us <laughs> it's combat training right 
it's combat training. It's one of those things where, and I'm glad that now in this thing, and shout out to Charlemagne the guy, even though I don't, it's certain stuff he do I don't be liking, you know, so I'm going to keep right. it up. But yeah. he's always been a big advocate for mental health in the black community. But, I, and I'm glad to see that in 2022, the stigma of it in our community is starting to like fade a little bit because yeah. it's time for you just need to talk to somebody. You might need to talk to somebody like professionally. Yeah. But, I have a therapist. It, it's and, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's good. Dope. You know what I'm saying? You go to a doctor when your body not feeling good. Mm-hmm. If your head isn't feeling good, you should go talk to a, a doctor, a Dr. Fraser Crane, if you will. You know what I'm saying? A professional <laughs> therapist. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. when I say it's combat training, I mean that black people in in a specific specifically black people in America have had mm-hmm. to endure slavery. Then we get free, and then we got to deal with segregation. So we're dealing with that. So we build up our own communities. Then they burn our communities down, like in, in Tulsa. You know the, the riots. I mean the um, you know the, yeah, the burning right. of Black yeah, Wall Street. Right. Yeah, and there was a lot of other communities like that in America that they burned down too. That they don't talk about exactly. Got, like, okay. You know, we can't do that. Well, can we buy a house? No, because now they 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 redlining. So if you live in this area, you can't get a loan. So you can't buy a house. So you can't really pass nothing on to your kids. So it's like this whole cycle of poverty. And now we know that when there's trouble in a neighborhood, oftentimes that's because people don't got options. Mm-hmm. Why is that dude selling drugs? Why is she selling her body? Why is this dude over here robbing the people that sell drugs? Because they ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? These are not the same problems you see in like middle class and upper class neighborhoods because they got money. Like, why would I risk my 401k? Why would I risk going to jail and I got a million dollars in the bank? That's stupid. You know what I'm right. saying? So, like, you see these things, and this it feeds into why our mentality with um, our mental health and going to see professionals is kind of like not nah. because for so long, again, the combat training. We have been taught and we have had to, based upon our conditions, we got to be strong. You know, oh, dad, I'm feeling kind of down. You feeling kind of down? Nigga, I just had to go and, and smile in a white man's face for eight hours and work my hands to the bone just to be able to afford this little apartment that we in. Exactly. Are you upset because the girl broke your heart in sixth grade? No. Bob, push, right. that, right. push that sh- down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Man, no. If that's if you falling apart in sixth grade because a little girl broke your heart, what you gonna do in the real world when you got you got to deal with the white man trying to lynch you and you got to deal with this and you got to deal with that? Like so, it's it's like I said, combat training. When you're in combat, like I've never been in combat, but it's it's common sense. Yo, you kind of got to put your feelings in the back burner because it's right. bullets flying over your head. You know what I'm saying? Right. We can talk about our feelings when we reach safety, but right now we're on the battlefield. You got to have a right. certain mind state, and I think that's that. kind of how black people have been ever since slavery, because it's this whole "I got to survive" the survival mentality, survival of the fittest. So yep. you kind of push your emotions down, and you say, "You know what? I'm good. I don't need no help. I'm all right. right. I'm strong, strong black man, strong right. black woman." You hear these things all the time. So I'm glad that now people are starting to realize that. It doesn't make you weak if you go to therapy. It it, it doesn't make you weak to work on the internal parts and not just have this survivalist mentality of I could throw my emotions to the side as long as I'm surviving and my kids are surviving. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a time that we had to do that. It was a survival thing. 
And I think now black people can kind of come to the point where we're starting to thrive and we can work on ourselves without the stigma. I love it. I, I love mm-hmm. what you both are saying. Y'all listen to these two black educated men. Like, <laughs> come on now. This is what we need, y'all. I'm telling Word. y'all, y'all just yeah. big game for the for the audience. I'm so just excited that you guys came on the show and gave me your spiel on P-Valley. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. What is this something? Because like I said, I'm going to let y'all go because y'all done pretty much said what I needed y'all to say today. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. But, but I do, I like to, before I leave, I like to um, ask you guys, um, what are some encouraging words that you can say to our Black community who is sometimes stuck in this mindset of with the hamster wheel of not being able to get out of their own way because they said, because somebody told them they couldn't do it or because they still think that the white man is the reason why they can't do it. Like what is, what is mm-hmm. something that you could say? Speak, speak to us. Cause we need y'all please keep doing what y'all doing. Okay. You. Thank you. you. Um, I'm going to say this. Uh, if you got to cry, let it out. Listen, I watch Disney animated movies and I cry in every single one of them. I don't care who's watching. <laughs> and then when I cry, it's the boo-hoo cry with the snot coming out. Like, Ooh, the ugly me. cry. So I tell my ugly. black people out there, you know, in any situation <laughs> where it may, you know, it's, it's, it's taking everything out of you just to, you know, keep a smiling face, man, drop that facade, let it go for a second, reclaim yourself, and then get back at it. You know what I'm saying? Talk, talk, talk to somebody. You know what I mean? If you if you got to create a fake Twitter account just to talk about your woes, whatever, do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you will find a group of people that will understand what you're going through. So right. if you're like me, you know, join the old the, the old man crying cartoon movies. <laughs> hey, we could be a, you know what I'm saying? We could be a gang. Okay, G, you a good time. I'm the same way. I like your exactly, honesty man. today. You know, I'm holding a little cry from time to time, you know? Listen, Coco is the ultimate crying movie, dog. Like every time I watch that movie, man, no matter no, no matter what day the time it is, if I need a good cry, I watch Coco. So that's okay. my right there. <laughs> Um, I would say find your why. Like, why do you want to do find a why that's bigger than yourself? You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of reason that that people, black people, really any people lose steam and lose momentum in chasing their dreams because they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like you're doing it. Oh, I want to be famous. Like for real? Like okay. You know what I'm saying? Or I wanna I wanna lose weight and get in shape just because it's gonna make my body look good. You know what I'm saying? How people are gonna perceive me. Like those reasons are like very, very surface level. So I feel like you gotta have a why that's bigger than you. You know what I'm saying? So me personally, so like right now, I'm on this whole weight loss journey, this whole fitness kick and everything. But as not unlike in years past, my years past, it was just, I'm just trying to look good when I hit the beach. You know what I'm saying? But it's like now I'm like, you know what? I want to be here for my kids when I'm 55, when I'm 55, right. when I'm 70 years right. old. I want to pass on a legacy to them of eating healthy, exercising, 
and not just eating junk all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing you do it to yourself, you make mistakes, but then you see your kids making the same mistakes that you made, and you realize you ain't been the best example for them. Right. So, like, that's my why. That's what pushes me. Um, I do stuff in real estate. I'm big into real estate investing. I'm big into that because I want to be able to, when I die, for my kids to become automatic millionaires. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I want them to grind for themselves. Have a but, hey, we, we inheriting not just a, a funeral bill. Like, we don't got to sell dinners at the church to, to bury the dad. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, right. that's real, man. I had to... I had a family member that passed last year and because they didn't have any life insurance because, you know, financially they weren't what they were supposed to be. So now the family got to come together. You know what I'm right. saying? And ain't nobody got no money. No. Some years yeah. back, my grandma passed and the family didn't have enough money to pay the mortgage on her house. Right. So now the bank took the mortgage back, took the house back. Right. That's the house that could have been in our family. We could have right. fixed it up, yeah, rented it out, and just had money, generational wealth. So right. my why is my kids. That's my why. That's what fuels me. So that's when I feel don't feel like doing something, I see like my youngest one who was up here earlier. Or I see my 14-year-old and I'm looking at him like, dang, I remember being 14. Like I remember exactly what I was thinking about, what I was doing. I was trying to get girls. I was, I was having sex on video games playing basketball with my friends. Those are the three things I did. Video games, basketball with my bros. And girls, that's all I focus on. And he's like the same way. So I'm like, yo, I can add an opportunity to give him something that my father didn't give me when I was 14. Right. I could put him on game on how he could start building wealth. So he can be a homeowner as soon as he turned 18. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? That's something I didn't, yep. I didn't have. Right. And now he's going to have that. So that's my advice to everybody. Like, have a why, because if you're the reason you're doing chasing your dream is a surface level reason you gonna it's gonna, gonna be like this up, it's gonna be up and down right and it's gonna be it's a time that you don't feel like doing it and you're not gonna do it you know what i'm saying so find a why that's, that's bigger than yourself i love oh. it i love it i love it i love it i love both of you guys today definitely let us know we where we too. can huh i said we love you too you love me too, love me too. <laughs> That's that Southern talk, honey. I am from, gee, since you're from this area, I'm from Salisbury. So that, okay. I don't know if you know where Salisbury is, but it's like maybe like 45 minutes from Charlotte. So gotcha. I'm, I'm definitely a country girl, as y'all can hear in my okay. voice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, so, so like for real, like on VA, it's like somewhat Southern Somewhat northern, you know what I'm saying? So we're like right smack dab right in, the in the middle. middle. Yeah, right. so you know we, we get it all. Yeah. All right, though. I got, I'm glad I got the connection with the Greek Salad Show podcast Ge today. Geek Salad. Geek, Geek Salad. salad. Y'all yeah. all the day, honey. Geek <laughs> it's all Salad. Good. All love, it's all right. Geek all Salad. Love. But Geek Salad, tell us where we can find you guys on the podcast or just, I know G was telling us earlier, but go ahead and give it to us one more time. And then I got five random questions for you and I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> All right. So everybody, once again, uh, thank you for everybody listening to the show. But if you want to catch us every day on, on, on Instagram, uh, we post up memes, reviews, skits, uh, whatever, pics, funny pics, whatever. Podcast is everywhere where your podcast is at Google, 
Apple, Spotify, Anchor, etc. Also, we have a YouTube channel. We're going to do better with it. We're going to post more content to that soon. So you can catch us everywhere. Everything's in our link tree in our Instagram profile. So click on that bad boy and you can see everything that we're doing now. Okay, I love it. I'm gonna make sure I put y'all information in there because, like I said, y'all are popping. I'm new. I'm just starting. Appreciate it. Yes, like that's this is something that I was just honored to for y'all to say yes. I was like, oh my gosh, are they gonna say yes? They might say yes. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just Listen. honored and I thank you guys. I thank oh, you yeah. so much. Um hey, before man. I go, I got five okay. questions and y'all just answer them both of y'all. It's just random right, I'm questions. Ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, so the first one is have you ever had a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> No, not yet. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, oh, I, I like it. GG said not yet. Um, <laughs> I love, I love it. Uh, it's funny because I told my wife, so Mary, told her that I've like I've had some of those in in the past, right? And she she to this day don't believe me, and and it's hilarious. I'm not gonna like bring it up all the time. Well, look, well you know I had two of them one time, but I'm not gonna do that because like I don't really care that much. But right, right, right. I love it. I love I love the honesty. And what in between? What's what's your favorite, Android or Apple? Android, Android. 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 Yeah, that's right. You thought I was gonna say Apple? Yeah, Apple. iPhone. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, we gonna, we gonna, we ain't even gonna get into that because I just knew y'all were gonna say Apple. Oh, God. <laughs> nah, buddy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, that galaxy, that galaxy. Would you rather watch uh, basketball or football? Basketball. <sighs> football. Even football. though I love basketball, I'm gonna go with football because you only get like. 17 now. You should only be 16. You only get like 17 games for a whole year. And the season is four months, and then you got to wait eight months to see your team play again. Basketball, that the season is like almost half of the year. So it's like, oh, sure it don't get good to the playoffs. Basketball get playoffs. good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what's the craziest thing that you can share that you've ever done with somebody? The craziest thing craziest that you want to share? Oh. I might have to DM you some stuff. I don't know if I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. thing. Uh, I got one. I got one. So, um, <laughs> all right. Um, back in my college days, uh, me and my boy, Steve, had uh, an apartment together. And one night, got completely done. Just, just, just gone, right? I end up, and now mind you, we had a full-blown house party. You know, girls everywhere, everybody's cool, you know, flirting, all the good stuff, right? But me and my dumbass ends up taking a nap on the floor of our kitchen around everybody. I somehow get up, go upstairs, grab my blanket, come back downstairs, and lay back again on the kitchen floor. So everybody's taking pictures, you know what I'm saying, you know, sharing and whatever back then. And and mind you, this is right by HU or Hampton University back in the day. You oh. talk about you talk about being like the, the butt of so many jokes. Oh, you <laughs> so many roasts. So many girls like, oh my God, are, are you okay? <laughs> like like as many jokes I was getting, I was getting numbers too. 
by the end of the week. I'm like, but yeah, you, you know, you know, this, right? Trying to sympathize. That's, that's how we get down around around our way. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's how we get lit. So, so yeah, that's my little uh, drunk story right there. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because the wildest thing I've done, it don't even seem that wow, but like when I give you the circumstances, it, it became that way. So my tenth anniversary, we went to Cozumel. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we was in Cozumel, got off the cruise ship, mm-hmm. and we wanted to ride some jet skis. So we rode some jet skis. Now, mind you, I've never rode a jet ski before. And on top of that, I can't swim. So right, the good thing right. was I had my, my life vest on, right? The bad thing was it was only one jet ski left. So me and my wife had to share a jet ski. So the instructor gives us a little instruction, right? We at the marina. We out there on the water, you know, floating around or whatever. And it's like a pier. So people looking off at the pier, looking at us on the on a jet ski. So the instructor gives us the instructions. He goes off and we take off. When I tell you we only got like maybe 50 yards out and a rough wave hit us, it made my wife clinch up like this. So I'm like, yo, chill. I'm trying to turn. Long story short, we end up in the water. Now, oh my God, that the bad part, the bad part was I didn't even think about her. I was like, whatever, she's gonna be fine. She can <laughs> swim like a dolphin. She's been swimming since she's been like three. I don't even care about her. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. No, not like this. And I I was like almost to the point where I was gonna panic, but I didn't because I kind of could hold on to the jet ski. So I'm like, I might I might be all right. But this is when it got real. Somebody was on the pier, was like, Oh snap, he drowned. I was like, oh Jesus, no. As soon as he said that, I freaked out. The instructor had to like dive in and like get me back. It was crazy. I thought I was gonna die. My whole life flashed before my eyes, and like that's no. That's why all black people need to take swimming lessons because we you are yes. absolutely right. Yes, I agree. I they, they got to. We got to. <laughs> we can't swim. Oh okay, and the last one is a riddle. What goes up and down doesn't <coughs> move. Say it again. What goes up and down but doesn't move? Up and down but doesn't move. A white girl th- that works. No. <laughs> I'm looking with that. I, I like that. that. I okay. like that too, though. I'm okay. Use that. <laughs> the stock okay. market is it? Is it stock? It's not stock. Market. <laughs> All right. But up and down. Up but and down doesn't, but doesn't move. move. Up and down doesn't move. The sun? No, the stairs. <laughs> all right y'all thank y'all again for having us here uh we'll see y'all next time all right so thank you yeah i got you go on get out the camera i got you <laughs> no but thank you guys thank you so so much i'm signing out today y'all this is episode number 35 p valley with the geek salad show i'm so excited that you came on today Thank you, guys. You have a good evening. Thanks for having us. We got to have you on the show, too. Yep. That's right. Invite me. I'm ready. All right. (laughs) Word. We got you. Y'all be good.